Hello and welcome to episode 46 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me, the Sid and Nancy of the El Vanilo world. Adam and Grace, nice to see you both. How are you both? Hello, nice to see you. (laughs) Nice to see you. To see you nice. Grace, how are you? Pretty good, pretty good. Tired. It's the end of, well, is it the end of the week or the start of the week? Depends. We work for churches, don't we? So <sighs> it depends. I so I think it's the end. We've got to say it to start of the yeah. week. Oh. So I say it's the end of my yeah. week. Because I'm not. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Not like you guys. But we're, we're all good Christian children. So we've all been to church today, right? That's uh... Except for me, <laughs> because I slept then. <laughs> but we talk about feet. this. But, uh, but it's my birthday weekend, so I, I've opted to lie Come in. on. That's what I've done. Come on, amazing. You've got, you've got to do it for yeah. us, Adam. Lying because you can't, exactly. But you know what? Since normally I get to <laughs> church at 8 a.m. when we um, are in the building, but pandemic mm. life has meant I don't have to be at church yeah. till quarter to 10. That's a lying. Wow. That's quite a substantial line. So, you know, there are some positives. I don't want to stick around, but, you know. <laughs> However, <laughs> if the lifestyle could stick around. <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's all good. Adam, how was your birthday? It was good. It was really good. Uh, very enjoyable. Uh, I got to socially distancely, it's not a word, see some people, um, <laughs> which was nice. Uh, it was very nice. Uh, everyone was very generous and lovely. Uh, my girlfriend especially was... Set up a whole day, kind of for me, which was dead nice. And um, we also got Taco Bell. It was great. So in the morning, woke up and uh, she came round, um, and put some balloons up. She baked a cake. Now it's on my Instagram. If anyone wants to see it, um, she baked a I three. I did not see this. Did you not oh, see the great. cake? Oh, it's amazing. Cake. It's a th- a three layer. Where did you post cake. this? Where is this? It's today. It's the. F- it's well, I posted it like yesterday or something. It's like the latest picture. Honestly, it looks yeah. so professional, <gasps> and it tastes so good. But like, it's it's professional grade. There you go. I like it, pal. Thank you. Appreciate that. Sorry, a lot <laughs> of people have liked it, but I realise now I, I only get a lot of likes <laughs> on my Instagram if Libby's involved in some. I'm the same. People <laughs> only <laughs> like Becky, and I'm like, oh man, Beck just get an Instagram and it's the one. Leave me alone. <laughs> well, yeah. No one likes me. They like Libby, but um. So yes, I. I woke up. She had she got pastries from Lidl. Now, oh. if anyone knows me, <laughs> knows I am a, get a massive. Toffee yum yum. Oh, she got a couple of toffee yum yums, chocolate croissants, pan of chocolates, normal croissants, almond Chocolate. twists. Just oh, for two of you. It, all. it was incredible. Oh. I mean, it was. Uh, she also got some for because uh, Han and Lid, uh, our sisters, right. um, mm-hmm. came at ten o'clock and and stood outside, so we we let them have some nice. as well. But that was incredible. <laughs> threw some out to them. Yeah, um, people made a video. You guys were on the video. People made a I video. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. I forgot um, about that. There's a segment on this video, which is of me, mum and dad, Han and Lid. So our, our mum and dad and, and sisters. And um, and uh, apparently it was 10 minutes long, the original video they sent Libby. And our Han had edited it down to five minutes. And honestly, it's brilliant because it's just... So me mum and Ali are killing themselves laughing. Me dad's done. 
he's fed up. <laughs> they're all like trying to start to sing happy birthday and he's like I've done my part I've done my part see you later <laughs> and he's not he's not being grumpy he just wants it to be good <laughs> but like that's the that's so the amazing. best phrase on Elvenilo I've heard yeah me dad's done <laughs> he's finished he's like I've had enough and he like walks off at one point to make himself a coffee and it's just like, and because obviously we know our dad, so like it's fine. And he's not really like grumpy in the mood. We he's know just, our dad. He's just fed up. <laughs> it's just brilliant. So that was very nice because it was like it's just his vibe. It was man. like being That's... in the room with them. It is just his vibe, and he's a lovely man. But um, he was done, and uh, it was great. And um, so that that video was great. That video meant a lot to me. Um, it was dead nice, and just yeah, things things like that were just. Wonderful. We went and got Taco Bell um, for lunch after meeting up with you and Beck, Matt, which was lovely again. Lovely to see. And uh, just overall, just a brilliant day. You're a big fan of Taco Bell. Taco Bell is quite a rarity in this country. There aren't many of them in the country. Mm. And we, we're not no. sick of them there, like there are more opening, seem but... to be. You know? No. Mm. Yeah, like I, I think, I suppose in America, like... It's a bit more different because if they want really good Mexican food, especially if you're in Texas, just go to Mexico. Like, it's literally a drive away. <laughs> and you don't need a passport to go. You need a passport they, to get I back in. They, they, just, they don't just pop to Mexico. But I feel like they could if they wanted they to. Oh, there's a, I guarantee there's a snowstorm here, right? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're Ted Cruz, you do, yeah? And then you blame it on your daughters and you throw them under the bus because you're an absolute scumbag. But wow. I'd be honestly, if I lived in Texas... I would it's just long, be like... It's I, a long drive. No, I know. If I lived in, like, the bottom of Texas, we forget how big Texas actually is. It's, like, 20 UKs. <laughs> but, like, if I lived in, like, the bottom of Texas and I lived so close to Mexico, I'm not being funny. I'd make a weekend of it. Be like, I want, a, I want, some, I want some proper Mexican food. Not this Tex-Mex stuff. I want proper Mexican. I tell, I tell you now, down. when I went to California, I had the best Mexican mm. I've ever had. And I had the best Chinese I've ever had. And you know what? I'll never be able to go there again. Hmm. <laughs> so I, I've said you, you, you guys, both of you guys have been to America, haven't you? I haven't. Yeah. Um, and I've said I've said this to Libby because Libby's been a few times as well. I've said I want a couple of different holidays to America, and one of the holidays I want is you go for a week, a long week, but you go for a week, and it's just for food. Oh. Literally just a food holiday. That's all it ever is. If you ever go to America, yeah. that's all it, it is for. Like one time I want to go for theme parks, one time for historical sites, one time food. Literally every single takeaway. I don't care how crappy they all think it is. I want to go to a McDonald's. I want to go to a KFC. Yeah, I want to go to an Arby's. No, I want no, no, to go. No, 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 no. You don't want to go to those ones. No, I do. I literally... The McDonald's. Oh, is Bingham. No, but I want to go breakfast, lunch and dinner. Like I want to go every Super meal takeaway. <laughs> Super everything. I want to go to the king. Chick Fil A. Oh, we didn't go, man. Chick Fil A. Oh, you want you want to go to Waffle House? See, I hop. I want to go to these uh, places. Yeah. So it's just a week of eating food, and Libby's like, "Oh, a week's not long enough." I was like, "It is." If you oh, just we went for, for ten days, and it wasn't long enough, you know. Nah, yeah. you need to like. I can't believe we only went because for there's 10. enough food to last you. Yeah, it's the thing. So that's that's the dream one day. Because then I want to go to. Is, I want a Baja Blast. I don't know what one is. I want one. What? All the Americans listening to this will be like, it's literally trash. I don't care. A <laughs> I Baja Blast. A Baja Blast. A Baja 
It's like oh. a Mountain Dew thing. I think I'm not even sure. I want a proper Mountain oh, Dew. Oh yeah, as well. we we stocked up on Mountain Dews. I like See. it was it was mad. It was mad. <laughs> I want red flavor. Don't even know what it is. I want it. But the food, <laughs> something about out there, I found as well is like it's expensive. Mm. So it's expensive to live in California, but we obviously weren't living there, so the food was super cheap. It's obviously expensive to get there too. But like I'm literally, like, we went to a. That Chinese restaurants, it cost us $15. I didn't understand. Do you know, I was like, it's for two meals. I was like, come on. Absolutely. That's we went incredible. three times. Wow. We went three times and we were only there for 10 days. <laughs> See? It's like, and every time I mention this to Livy, the first time I mentioned this to Livy, she burst out laughing and went, you're ridiculous. That's not enough time. I said, but for food only, I feel like it would be. So no, if anyone... still not. There's, there's too much foods in America to consume yeah. in a week. But if anyone in America wants to invite us, yeah. <laughs> so we can just eat and let us come live with you, so we can just eat our way so through we America. Can just eat. It's literally all I want to do. I feel like I'm destined to go back out. To be honest, just just too sure. So you know, for it'll sure. happen. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. Come on, brilliant. Well, that that started talking brilliant. about your birthday, and somehow we're talking about food in America. So. That's the way I always go. It's my brain's on constantly. We, we haven't even asked Grace how she is. You know, we've just totally... Yeah, sorry. We've just totally <laughs> gone Absolute classic. Or did um, we? I can't, we've, we've actually started this podcast a few times, so I can't even remember if we have or we have it now. I'm like a bit confused. <laughs> but, uh, but we do have something to clear up, Grace. Mm. Last week, you got a lot of stick for the beans... Oh, right. No, we do have to clear this up. Right. Oh, my days. Before I get actual hate mail. Right. Adam and his crybaby attitude about beans. Crybaby attitude. Behave. Because I was supported by your sisters on this. Yeah, but they're wrong as well. Um, Most people said you were right, Grace. Most people said I was right, absolutely. Because beans are normal things that normal people consume. Matt, you consume beans. Yeah, I've got to be in the mood. Uh, my problem is beans in a pastry. You go to Greg's, right? There's there's an amazing amount of choice and you flip and get the worst thing on the menu. Like <laughs> You get the choice of a five-year-old. Yeah, beans are great, but so is a steak bake, so is a sausage roll, so is a festive bake, yep. so is a donut, no, a sausage so is a nice spun. Right, can, I just, know, like, can we just talk about, right... <laughs> It, no, 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 right. So is a, right. So is a, right. So is a sandwich. Right. You know what I mean? the, the kids that you see, the sandwich, the kids that you see being pushed around in a pram, what are they grabbing hold of? Like, no, tomorrow. A sausage roll. A sausage roll. A sausage roll. So that's for the kids. No mum is buying their kids a sausage, bean and cheese bake. That's going to be all over them. No mum's doing that. They're handing them a child's Well, my mum doesn't buy me Greg's anymore anyway. That's what the kids eat. Wish my mum would <laughs> That's what the kids eat. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, okay, so they're not getting... Yeah, absolutely. But, but at yeah. home, what are they eating? Beans. This is what I'm saying. It's not just an on-the-go thing. My my <laughs> issue is more just with beans in general. De facto beans, not just <laughs> beans on the go. Beans, beans at home. <laughs> I don't know whether he's I think you get them right from, Tesco, from Tesco, from te- Texas. De facto beans. De facto beans. 
Anyway, carry on, Grace. But no, your opinion about beans in general is wrong, as everyone supported and clarified. And you eat no vegetables. You're the pickiest eater in the whole world, so you can't talk. No. No, no, no. I love, veg- I love some are. vegetables. I just don't like no. mushrooms or tomatoes. Some, some vegetables. No. Name a vegetable I won't eat. Name a vegetable peppers. I won't eat. Peppers. Love peppers. I love peppers. No, you don't. Uh, I, do. I, you don't. I don't like peppers. Don't. That's me. There you I go. don't no. like the texture. You don't eat strawberries. Get your facts right. You've yeah, never eaten a strawberry. strawberries are shite. <laughs> no, oh Everyone loves them and they're oh, rubbish. They're garbage. My goodness. You've You're showing your true colours yeah, on this I, part. I like strawberry flavoured things, but the actual wow. fruit, right, it's okay. got ovaries on Can the outside. Right. What are you putting Said them in the your mouth biggest for? baby. Said Can I just say, right, <laughs> I actually didn't bring this up for you to attack, Adam. I brought, I brought <laughs> it up. It was my birthday weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 26. I brought it up because um, you got a lot of people asking you if you had beans the on pancake. your pancake. Right. I do not have beans on you a pancake. Would, You're wrong. Then. It was a inappropriate joke. Inappropriate. <laughs> the amount of people messaging me being like, I cannot believe you have beans, but I, oh my goodness, that's. Uh, and I was like, guys. I do. However, though, <laughs> real promise. question: Would you have beans on no a pancake? Way. It did. It did lead me to think that in they spoons, know. they no. Hold on, you're not. What am I going to say? Asm, go on. Finish my sentence. Go on, then. I don't need to know what you're going to exactly. say. Exactly. Yes, please. <laughs> right. In... Go on, sorry. In spoons, they have the. I think it's the American breakfast, which <laughs> is an English breakfast with pancakes on the side. So clearly, spoons think that you can have beans with pancakes. They're they're Scotch pancakes though, so they're not they're not proper, you know, English pancakes. I feel are actually French pancakes, the crepes, which I think is what the thin boy. Well, no, thin no. boy. You wouldn't have beans on a thin boy there's, with cheese. There's no there's no place for any savoury product. Well, that's wrong. Oh no, you're wrong. Great, yeah, very wrong. On on Grace, a thin boy. On you a get thin your chorizo. Yeah, yeah. You get your mm-hmm. spinach. No. You get your cheese. Mm. It's what? amazing. Yeah. Dutch pancake, oh, maple syrup. It's a good, yeah. It's a really what? good savoury vehicle. I think one year we had, um, my mum and dad made, I think it was my dad made, made prawns. Oh, in that, like a white sauce in, in a pancake and it was gorgeous. It was incredible. In it? Yeah, they were in the pancakes and they were like all fold up. It was great. And also, hold on, you won't have savoury things in a pancake. Duck pancakes, crispy duck and pancakes. Well, that's a different kind of pancake, isn't it? That's a savoury pancake. It is, but at the same time. And that's a deliciously goodnessy oh it's a good it's a how good crispy duck and pancakes situation when they hand you that little wicker basket oh. with steamy little pancakes well, oh i tell you what glory. welcome to el vanilla the music podcast that argues about <laughs> obscure food hand me the wet wipes i tell you salivating so good when we met up with adam for his birthday we only got to see him for five minutes mm. but i think me and becky spent three minutes talking about the chinese restaurant we haven't been able to go to for three years <laughs> i appreciate it so you know well grace well i'm just gonna let's leave it so in summary i don't eat beans yeah on we're not gonna argue with this but just tell us this is gonna be the last word right to do with it what you want what what do you have on a pancake bacon and maple syrup it's a winner we we won't Absolutely. talk about you just said nothing savory goes on a pancake, but then said bacon. On <laughs> a thin pancake. You so what do you... No, American, American fluffy pancakes with bacon cool. and maple syrup. Maple? What do you put maple. on thin crepe boys? 
Um, oh my goodness, the world's your oyster with those ones. Absolutely anything. But not oysters themselves because they're savoury. Beans and oysters, that's what I heard. (laughs) Right, so we're in 1977. (laughs) Cue the hate mail. No more fan mail. Now you understand Ringo just like beans. Honestly. Oh, I love me some hands. All of the mail was from Adam. Yeah. Thomas had his beans for breakfast. I love you, but you're wrong. (laughs) <laughs> Hello, Thomas. Uh, amazing. Right. Well, food chat done. Mm. <laughs> Glad we got that out of the way. Uh, we're chat. talking about Never Mind the Bollocks by the Sex Pistols, yeah. uh, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And that album came out in 1977. So, Adam, you're going to give us some history, right? A little bit of context about 77. And then I thought we'd also go into what is punk? We've done The Clash, haven't we? Which was also seventy seven around around the time, but um, we're going to talk about uh, punk in general as well. So, just a couple of things that happened in seventy seven: the last execution by guillotine in France. It's a pretty interesting one. Um, yeah, and very very punk if you think about it. The guillotine used to execute <laughs> the rich. So I'm just saying. Uh, very very punk. sad as well. Elvis dies. Rest in peace to the king. Uh, uh, passed away obviously on the toilet famously. Um. And most importantly, I think, one of the most important events of the 20th century. Um, Star Wars Episode Four was released, 1977. <laughs> the Space Western epic um, that kicked off probably one of my favourite film franchises to ever exist, film properties. Because that's, I've been talking a lot about Star Wars with Grace's wife. Grace's wife? Ooh, Grace's <laughs> husband. Grace's husband, Sam. Um, and uh, we talk about Star Wars pretty much all the time. If it's not Star Wars, we talk about Marvel, especially with Division being out with them. But Star Wars, how great. This thing that has been out since 77 is just this massive thing that we can just all enjoy. And uh, if you're not into Star Wars, just give it can a chance. Can we just go around and say our favourite episodes? Go just one word, because we, we've we gone to round too many rabbit holes. <laughs> we've gone too deep. Who's going first? Uh, me, uh, episode three. Grace, you're muted currently. I don't know how you've ended up muted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Um, one. <laughs> Fair play. It's a good one. <laughs> And you think you're getting hate mail about beans, to tell you what. Uh, episode three for me as well. Tune in. You were the chosen one. To... Isn't that the one where he kills that's all the, the kids? That's, that's why I love it. It's the best bit. <laughs> Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Die? That's what oh. you're going to do? It's incredible. Oh. <laughs> that kid Amazing. looks at him like... <laughs> like, I'm so glad to see oh, you. Right. Master Skywalker, yeah. it's so nope. good to see you. Tell you what, he doesn't know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, Not a way. Not a way. I was saying, I know you said we shouldn't go on a on a breakaway, but I'm going to. I was saying to Libby uh, on a walk the other the other day that um, up until year seven, when I discovered um, that girls are a thing, I used to play Star Wars in the <laughs> playground. And we used to reenact episode three and it'd just be, you know, little 12-year-old me screaming, you are the chosen one, Anakin, I loved you, uh, you are my brother. Brilliant. And then... The uh, kids I, still play Star Wars on the playground. But then I realised that, that that girls would rather look at guys that played football and not going like this in the playground. So but yeah. you were just looking for um, your pads, mate, pal. I was looking. Uh, uh, I tell you, I don't like sand. 
it's coarse and it gets everywhere. <laughs> God, Those are words I live by. <laughs> the words I live by. Anyway, so Star Wars Episode Four, brilliant. Mark Hamill, shout out, love it. Anyway, most importantly for us to look at in 1977 is the development <laughs> and the explosion. Did you just give a shout out to someone who would never in a million years? You don't know, know Mark, that you've given how, Mark how Hamill is very you, in touch with his fans. Whoa! How oh, dare God. you talk about Elvenilo <laughs> like that? Yeah. I know. Do you know I who we are? <laughs> If I tweet him, there's a high likelihood that he will tweet back. He's very interactive that way. Shout out Mark Hamill. Shout out MH. Shout out One time. Pour out your blue milk for Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace. Anyway. What? So, most importantly for us to look at in 1977 is the development, the explosion of punk and the punk scene around the world. Because it was a worldwide thing, not just in the UK. So, uh, music from groups like the Ramones, Iggy Pop, Grace's uh, favourite band, <laughs> uh, The Clash, Elvis Costello, someone who we absolutely love. By, by, as well, by, we went, by the way, uh, the record, one of the records I got for my birthday was this year's model. Um, gave that a spin on my new hi-fi that I got for uh, my new turntable that I got for my birthday. Sounds great. One of the best albums we've ever done, this Come year's on. model. Elvis Costello and whoever else. The attractions. Brilliant. You forget that every thank time. You, thank you. Because <laughs> they're not important. I'm just about <laughs> Costello. I'm all about the Costello music, baby. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Um, so, what is punk? Now, I might butcher this to any punks that are listening. I'm very sorry, but this was just some research that I did. So, punk is a subculture, which includes a wide variety <laughs> You've already of butchered ideologies. It. That's it. Punk, <laughs> punk it. is a subculture. <laughs> That's it. It is. No, it's good. <laughs> I can just imagine. Oh, oh. How can you say that, man? <laughs> Which includes a wide variety of different ideologies, fashion, art. So even within the umbrella term of punk, there are still differing things. You know, you've got straight edge punks, which are like, hey, don't do drugs, kids. They're bad. But also tear down capitalism. And then you've got other <laughs> punks, which are like, do all the drugs, but also tear down capitalism. <laughs> so it's interesting. Uh, the main ethos of punk, though, across all these uh, kind of different ideologies is non-conformity, anti-authoritarian, anti-consumerist, uh, not selling out. That's the big kind of term that you hear, man. You can't sell out. How dare you be a sellout to the man? To you know the what man. I mean? Um, and it all really kicked off in the mid-70s, both in America and the UK. Uh, the music itself emerging from the late 60s garage rock and that was kind of coming about. So just lads in their garage or girls in their garages, garages. Garages. Very um, <laughs> American of you. Did I say Very American. I'm just longing to be there and eat <laughs> a Baja Blast. Um, so, yeah, so late 1960s garage rock uh, and centres of rock, of punk rock, uh, sprung up in places like New York, especially in uh, Greenwich Village, I think was a big centre for it within New York. Uh, also in London. Uh, and in Australia as well, Brisbane, Melbourne, Sydney, they all kind of became these like epicenters of, uh, of punk. In New York especially, there was a rise in growth in the punk movement uh, with music being intertwined with art such as the transgressive media of Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol, of course, did a lot of art um, for the punk movement um, and other kind of artists. Um, I'm mainly thinking, I'm thinking Lou Reed and Velvet Underground. Um, he did the famous banana um, 
for that, for example. Um, yeah, so that's kind of kind of it. And in the UK, it was kind of really inspired by a lot of football chants as well. There's a lot of oi punk and stuff like that. And there was loads of clubs springing up in, in London. Um, a lot of hooliganism you know, of the, as well in, in England, hooliganism, especially. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the fashion, you know, you've got Union Jacks and people shaving their heads, a lot of skinhead punk, um, wearing Doc Martens, some old army gear. Um, so it was very much sometimes taking things that may have been used by the the authority, um, such as like army jackets, and then DIYing them because there's a lot of DIY um, and do-it-yourself attitude in punk. So taking those things that may have been used by the man, you know, the Union Jack or something, and then reimagining it and making it something that can be worn and and used as an expression and identity of punk. So dead interesting that it all kind of comes to a head in the 70s where, you know, all these bands start emerging and it really becomes, it, it grows quite quickly. Just out of 75, it just kind of skyrockets. And then 77 is where we find ourselves with the Sex Pistols. They get signed uh, by EMI, I believe it is. Um, and they kind of just explode and become this really big group both here and in America. And this is what we're going to talk about with their debut album, Never Mind the Bollocks, is yep. that what it's called? That's it. it. It's interesting That's that that fashion then mm. became fashionable for chaps in 2010. <laughs> it's it's weird, isn't it? Because it's like, it's like it, I, I keep trying to like put myself back in... 1977 and before you say grace i wasn't there but you know <laughs> but, but it's hard to listen to this and not have had the the like all the years that have gone since but if you like there mm. and you like you're seeking all this like sexual freedom all of this like anti-capitalist stuff like um i i don't know some there's so many genres of punk isn't there Adam? that that like that is definitely yeah. so it's hard to put a grasp on it yeah, but I mean, I can I can definitely stand up for some of those things that, like, you know, the anti mm -hmm. because a, a lot of what we might go on to talk about. But like, I don't really care about the Queen that much. I don't think it's that great. The Royals, mm. you know, stuff like this. Um, I don't. I think that you know the government was was shafting a lot of poor communities in the seventies and eighties, um, and the working class communities, and I'm not for that either. Mm. So. It's it's interesting when we're getting into it because it's kind of been yeah. miscontrived again and then years of all kinds, isn't it? I think a lot of it has been romanticised, especially because we tend to, as, as our generations, look back on previous decades and be like, oh, I wish I lived then. It'd be so cool to go and see the Sex Pistols live. But to live in Britain, especially in the 70s, very horrible everyone's on strike everyone's unemployed you know people just don't have a good quality of life especially in the north but but in parts of london as well um you know there are areas of london that aren't aren't very rich and, and well off so to live in the uk especially in the mid 70s you're gonna be very angry very frustrated and a lot of the damage is being done by governments and being done by by those in authority so you're gonna you're going to kick off at them. And, and this is why art and music is so wonderful because it gives these people a chance to to have their voice heard, Yeah, which is something that, again, we'll, we'll go on to look And I about. guess, like, we've done the peace and love and that didn't work. Mm. So, you know, we've got to do something else. 
Oh man, the sixties is gone. <laughs> my my mum and dad were into that. I'm not going to be into that because I saw that it didn't work and it's not cool. You know what I mean? So it's interesting. Some no- notable albums from this year: Rumors by Fleetwood Mac, unbelievable album. Asia by Steely Dan, which I hope we get to talk about because the drumming is amazing. I'd love to for you both to hear that. Um, My Aim is True by Elvis Costello. Heroes by David Bowie. Uh, Rocket to Russia by The Ramones. Exodus by Bob Marley. The Clash, we've looked at their album before, um, their yeah. uh, self-titled album. News of the World by Queen. So Queen are bringing out We Are the Champions and We Will Rock You in this year, which is crazy, <sighs> isn't it? Just like... Yeah. It's it's funny so to different. just um and I know there's a few Sex Pistols and um Queen stories going around, um mm. but uh yeah so mm. it's really interesting. I'm looking forward to getting into this album. Shall we take a break and then we'll do it? Let's do it. Amazing. Well, welcome back from the break. We're going to talk about Nevermind the Bollocks by the Sex Pistols, and this is their only studio album. Uh, and it was released on the 28th of October, 1977 by Virgin Records. And so they, Adam was right, they were with EMI. They got dropped by EMI. They got picked up by another record company. They got dropped by them like the next day. It was like people were like paying them off and then going, oh, crap, these are too, <laughs> these are too awful and controversial <laughs> to ever uh, have. And so they had a, like a few deals like that. And um, by the time they were like released, recording this material um, and by the time they were ready to like have it come out they've already sworn on live tv uh they've been fired by these record labels they've been banned from playing live in most parts of britain and so they had like a 20 um a 20 gig tour booked and they only did like three dates in the end um, because people don't want to be associated with this band that are just so controversial. And they're controversial for things that seem silly. So when like we talked about Iggy Pop, he was he was violent and he was brutal and he was like being a Nazi. <laughs> and these things though it's just really <laughs> yeah. unacceptable. But really the Sex Pistols were swearing on TV, do you know what I mean? And they were just like like sticking it to the authority. You know what I mean? Which is what they wear anyway. And yeah, they did say some things, but like bollocks isn't the most offensive word ever. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? All these things. And so, <laughs> yeah, by the time it was ready to be released, nobody would really have it on the shelves, but it was still selling and it was still up the charts and it was beating Rod Stewart uh, to all of these accolades. And it was really like um, this movement and this underground movement being like shifted right into the front end of things. And so the band is fronted by Johnny Rotten and he's got this like sneering, like half singing, half shouting delivery. And it's considered like game changing. People had never done that before. People had never sung like that before, heard anything like it. And so I think, you know, we were talking about that thing about like kids never having heard stuff like this. I bet bet it was like, you know, when we listen to the Beatles and we're like, wow, imagine hearing that for the first time. This is like the other end of that. And just something really similar. And so, uh, yeah, so the 
the album was recorded by Johnny Rotten. Uh, they had a drummer for the whole time, and their bassist actually got sacked. And they had Sid Vicious, and Sid Vicious couldn't play bass, so they tried to get the other bass player in, and he didn't turn up. <laughs> and so um, Steve Jones was the guitarist, and he played the bass and guitars on everything. And so it's really kind of this three-piece band, um, and it's just a really interesting album and it's one of i mean it's one of the best-selling albums of all time and one of the most talked about albums of all time as well it's on our greatest uh greatest albums list right here so i wonder who wants to talk about it first uh grace do you want to go first <laughs> so sorry <laughs> okay um i almost don't because i don't this is one of the ones like that i like to get a, the vibe from do you want adam to instead then of if i'm it's um okay go on then go on then. okay okay i'm gonna because this could potentially be another hit, so let's 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 go with the positives and um, <laughs> the music the instruments the music the recording love it great Absolutely great. So some incredible guitar. The drums, I think, are so good. Um, the bass, even though... So Sid Vicious kind of tried to play some bits and then they just kind of overdubbed yeah. him, didn't he? And he's still, like, sometimes in the track, but not really. Um, but the bass, you know, bass is good. Musically, as a punk rock record, it's, it's perfect. It's kind of edgy. It's loud. It's fun. It's a bit gritty in some places. Um, it's, it's in your face. It's it's absolutely perfect. I think uh, for that reason, definitely deserves to be on this list because I can imagine being a kid, you know, you you hear this and you're like, oh, I could kind of give this a go. Some bits of it seem dead, uncomplicated. Like there's some great guitar solos in it that are definitely skillful, but like just the just the the chords and the thrashing drums. As a kid in the seventies, you'd probably be watching that and go, oh, I could give that a go in, you know, in a pub with me mates. It'd be dead fun to give that a go. Um, and that's kind of like the beauty of, of music like this. And I think the accessibility of it is what makes punk really good because it's for everyone, it's for the people. Um, guitar tone, like I was saying, really good. Uh, EMI is a good example of that. I really like that intro. It's just great. So musically, perfect album. I think it's great. However, <laughs> that I, was I a hate big the however. singing. I, I, I hate punk singing like this i didn't like it with the clash but at least with the clash there were some good moments and the back and vocals were really good on it but this is just absolutely terrible it's awful the lyrics are, are just awful a lot of the time sometimes they, they say something good but bodies so bodies is is about Ugh. it's about abortion essentially um but they just so i'm all for a woman's right to choose that's my personal yeah. preference. You know, but, but I say that I've got no uterus, so I don't really get a preference. But you know what I mean. Um, but th this song is just—it's obscene. It's not pro-abortion. I wasn't really sure what stance it was actually taking. I, I thought because it's hard to you know, hard to hear what he's saying, apart from the f word all over. But like it, it's actually so I looked it up. It's very kind of anti-abortion and and it's pretty anti-woman as well. It's um, interesting because Johnny Rotten's like well, it's not pro-abortion. It's not anti-abortion. It's just a statement, man. And he's very clever in what he says. However, yeah. it doesn't stand up because he's not actually saying anything. Exactly. Apart from yeah. F this and F that. And, and in 2006, if this gives you a clue as to which way society views it, National Review magazine put the song at number eight at its list of the 50 greatest conservative rock songs. 
And I'm just like, if you're a punk, should you really be on a conservative list for anything? <laughs> Not really. And and I just think like, and and if that's you know Johnny Rotten's view, fair enough. So I read as well that it's based on a story of a woman that used to come and see Johnny Rotten. She she was from a a, a mental asylum. Um, there's probably a better way of saying that, but she she was in a, an asylum and um, she like apparently turned up. It wearing just a clear plastic bag with a fetus in a bag, um, which is pretty grim. It's a pretty grim, you know, thing to to think about. It's a pretty grim story, um, and fair enough, you know, write write a song about it. But just this song is just so horrible, and it just doesn't do anything. Um, and then and then that brings me to the man, you know, John Linden himself he's just an absolute weapon he's just a proper proper <laughs> wet wipe he's horrible he's a mess of a human so he he's so contrarian about his views so he's trump for example so he's a trump supporter and he lives in america is he he's a an trump american supporter? citizen now so at the beginning when trump was like i'm gonna run he was like well that's a joke no one will support him and what he says is so full of hate so that's ridiculous then as soon as trump comes into power or starts to get some momentum John Linden goes on and says, oh, well, I like someone who shakes up the establishment. I like someone who shakes things up. He's just so contrarian. He did the same with Brexit. He was like, oh, no, it's ridiculous. And, you know, Brexit's, you know, the European Union is fairly decent. And then as soon as Brexit kind of goes through or gets voted for, oh, well, the people have spoken and I'm a man of the people, so I absolutely love that. And I just think it's very <sighs> disingenuous. And he's just an absolute... Muppet, I can't <laughs> stand him. And like he's, so he's come out and said some good things about you know a private school shouldn't exist and no one should have a leg up on anyone and you know there should be some equality and the NHS is great and and those are good things. But it doesn't, it doesn't kind of distract from the fact that he's an absolute tit who can't sing. So he's just got <laughs> terrible political opinions. He's got a terrible. He doesn't even have a singing voice. He just shouts and screams. And I just think he's an absolute mess of a human who never never deserves to have a platform and hopefully doesn't have a platform for any much longer than Do, do you know gone, on that? So, like yeah. as mm. like a I don't know how old he was, but like a twenty year old kid on a first mm. album. I think like and which is like culturally just like massive and speaking for the people. Whatever you think of the lyrics, like, yeah. But I, I don't know how people are still I I don't know how he's still got a voice. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's because like mm. he he's pretty out of touch, man, and like mm. he's just not that nice a guy. And he he doesn't say anything that, exactly what you just said. Like he just he goes backwards and forwards. And I I think he's very clever, but I think he's clever mm. in the same way as Nigel Farage is clever. You know what I mean? He might be yeah. clever, but he's not good <laughs> for anyone. He's not good. He's good for himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he just is willing to spin stuff. <laughs> to his own, you know, mm. way, you know. But that that's, if we if we don't look at his political ideology and just look at the music that he, to his, him as a singer, it's it's just, it's not my thing, punk singing in general. I can't, I can't listen to it. It's just ridiculous. So I think it distracts from the brilliant musicality of the album and the brilliant, you know, use of guitar and, feedback and and the drums so they recorded the album didn't he like live um that's kind of how they they recorded it i think like so. as live as they got i think that's how they wanted to record it and, and i think it's brilliantly done but
but it just it, it gets ruined by I'd probably like the Sex Pistols if it wasn't is there for, a, even if it was is just there nice. any punk like bands you like like or is it just a genre you're not that into as a genre it's just like Elvis Costello you can consider him punk but he's kind of on the this edge is why I, I, it, like. it is but this is why I think when we get to the 90s and 2000s so the 90s people try and reclaim punk and it becomes kind of grunge and you know Nirvana Kurt Cobain yes Kurt Cobain does the screaming part but he also had a really good voice Green Day they're kind of like that 90s early 90s punk you know regardless of what you think of them he's got a good voice Billy Billy, Joe Armstrong I was going to call him Billy Joel Armstrong which is definitely not right Um, and you know and then going into the 2000s you've got pop punk which is a different thing altogether and it's not as kind of into right but it's still but I love that you know Mark Hoppers Tom DeLonge um, the fella from Newfound Glory all of those got great voices but it's just the especially the British because I don't mind I mean, I've not really listened to the Ramones, but I don't think they're too bad from what I have heard. And it's just a little bit more palatable. I think it might just be Johnny, Johnny Linden, Johnny Rotten, and his particular way of going about it. I love how you won't call him Johnny Rotten. You have to. No, because you know how he got that name? Do you, do you know the no. story? So he got that name because he had really terrible dental hygiene and he just had, like, green oh. teeth. And someone went to him, oh, you're rotten, you. And he was like, oh, I like that. Which is kind of cool, but also at the same time, like, awful. And he had dental work in, like, the mid-2000s because he was like, yeah, it's, all these teeth are really not good for me system. I was like, well, yeah. Wow. So, but, I, yeah, he just, he's, he's uh, absolutely weapon. Fair. Yeah, fair. I can't do, do you know what him. I think about his singing, right, is I, mm. I actually didn't mind it as much as you. In fact, I enjoyed this album way more than I thought I was going to. Um. But like I, I've been listening to a lot of Oasis this week as well, right? And I was li- yeah. listening to rock, rock and Roll Star, and I was like, you know, the way that Liam Gallagher sings that is a bit like Johnny Rotten. You know what I mean? And it's it's got like this this aggression, this anger to it. He like yeah. deliberately puts like syllables in places that they're not there, or like you know that classic shine thing. It's like he really pulls mm. out every like. And like emphasizes bits that aren't really there in the words and things like that. And I thought, you know, and uh, Liam Gallagher's voice there is more like Johnny Rotten than it is like John Lennon. You, you know what I mean? And <laughs> um, so I, I you have to like appreciate like just what he did for the next thirty years of music, but it doesn't mean you have to like mm-hmm. him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, fair enough, Adam. Any other thoughts? Just um, yeah, it's it's. I'll just repeat what I say. It's just a, it's a good, a musically good album, I think. I think the guitars and drums and that, as a musical band, really, really good. I enjoyed that far more than I thought I would. Brilliant, good stuff. Grace, what do you think? Okay, it's okay now. I can say <laughs> what I was going to say. It's all good. <laughs> um, no, I agree. So I started listening to track one, obviously. Um. And I was like, okay, well, this is palatable. I'm on board with this. I think because you see this album everywhere and it's a massively influential album. And, you know, massive fan base and things like that. And so I thought, clearly this is going to be great. Listen to the first track. Yeah, reasonably palatable. Can do this. Yeah, but that was deceptive. And I can see how people, like Adam was saying, 
musically great. And so because you've not got a clue what he's saying 90% of the time, until you Google the lyrics, you've got no idea what he's saying because he's just kind of mumbling some sort of nonsense. I can see how people might just listen to it thinking, this is great, what a wonderful life I'm having. What a wonderful album I'm listening to. And then just listen to it over and over, not really processing what they're listening to. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Um, But yeah, the lyrics just... It's, it's very dark in places, very uncomfortable in places. And then in some places, it's just pretty vile and horrible. Mm. Um, yeah, and particularly in New York, I just thought that that's an absolutely vile song. and I don't think it should exist. Um, and Yeah, and I think considering that they had such a difficult time just over the words bollocks and they were like in court and everything yeah. over this word could people not have paid a little bit more attention to the content of the songs and maybe take us some legal action over that just because the lyrics of these songs are just vile. And yeah, he's very, yeah, like Adam saying, anti-abortion, anti-women, just a bit minging and just horrible. And yeah, clearly not a nice person. Um, and I think, but as good as it is musically, I do think it is all pretty samey though. And I think that is typical of punk is that generally in an album, a lot of the the tracks are very, very samey and difficult. They become difficult to finish because you're just like, oh, well, I've heard this, oh, skip this. Oh, I've heard this, skip it now. I don't think I could finish a single song on this album. <laughs> um, and yeah, I agree with Adam. I think there's a lot of tits in this band. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and the only music that I could find about them is like you were suggested before about their little run-ins with Queen yeah and their and their obsession with, with Queen and apparently um, Sid Vicious <laughs> went in and yelled at Freddie Mercury um, saying have you have you brought ballet to the masses yet to which Freddie responded, aren't you Simon Ferocious or something? So good. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? Um, and then Johnny Rotten, <laughs> apparently this one's funny, um, Queen's producer had to have a word with the Sex Pistols engineer because apparently jo- Johnny Rotten crawled in on all fours across the studio um, to the side of the piano, said, hello, Freddie, and then left again on all fours. Queen is such like a proper little band that like they're like proper adults, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? They're like an adult. Mm. They all act so proper. And then there's you know these mean? idiots just like Yeah. Like they have their moments but they don't around. do it when they work, you know what I mean? They like they proper <laughs> work, you know what I mean? It's funny. It's it's funny, isn't it? Because like it it's like interesting, like you're anti anti fascist, you're anti um establishment. Um, and but see, I don't, I don't think I believe that. I think that's a show, and I think what they actually mean is that they want their opinions to be their opinions, and they don't want to be told no. They want to stick it to the man in the sense that they don't want anyone to tell them no, and they don't want anyone to tell them they can't because they're expressing themselves, and actually their opinions are kind well, of. Well, this this is what I was going to say is like you can't be anti everything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm. you, yeah. like you can't be anti women. Like you can't. Uh, that's not a good example. You can't be anti-fascist but still be a racist. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. 
that's where I kind of like get a bit lost in like all this. It's kind of like it's immature. You know what I mean? It's just immaturity. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But, Absolutely. Um, would Would you like to know what I think? Imagine okay. you said no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I I was expectant to be negative and to hate it, mm-hmm. but honestly, I loved a lot of it. In fact, I loved mm-hmm. most of it. Like lyrically. I d- I, it's a bit aggressive and I'm not really it's not aggressive isn't the right word but some of the things we talked about like I'm I'm not for at all but I can kind of I'm trying to look into a culture and see where they're coming from but then sometimes I'm like oh like what Grace said like just anti everything do you know what I mean just like um, so I thought like thematically it asks a lot of questions of people that need to give a lot of answers you know like some of that good stuff um and you know anarchy in the uk literally if that's where if that's where you're at in 1977 and there's no like if there's no future do you know what i mean if there's no hope like who's going to answer to that stuff so i think some of those questions are really good and politicians do need to be held accountable um and i think it's i think it's actually interesting that like you know anarchy in the uk and god save the queen are like the two biggest songs and we still have the royals and we still have the same government structures for the most mm. part. And we have a conservative government, which we've had for, I mean, 10 years now or something like that, which ain't for, which ain't for any working class man, really. Um, it's, it's just so interesting that, like, the Sex Pistols were there and then gone like that. You know, it was just, like, almost like a flash in the pan, apart from the culture that they then set, you know what I mean? It's like the earthquake and then you've got the tsunami that's mm. carrying on, but the earthquake is finished and over, whereas like politics and the royals. I, th- I think at some point you you would have thought in the 70s, oh, this could be the end of the royals. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll get rid. And then Diana comes around and for 10 years everyone loves her and they have this big spark mm. again and like everyone loves them. And then she dies yeah. and it dips again. But then we still celebrated like the, the Jubilees and everything in the 2000s. And really now we have this whole like uh, Harry and Meghan thing. And for all that's going on around it, you can't really see the the Royals going anywhere anytime soon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. interesting anyway. Just interesting to think about those cultures and where they come from and the, the hundreds of years one thing has been around for and then... You know, obviously, punk hasn't had that much time to do that, but um, they they just were a flash in the pan, really, as a band. Mm-hmm. And so the album alone, I thought, sounded fantastic. I thought Steve Jones's guitar playing was amazing, just yeah, so definitely. good. Like, and his bass playing, the bass and guitars together. Obviously, it's him playing it, so they're so in sync. And I thought the drums were amazing as well. I thought this is a sick sounding record. Um, and I'm not sure these kids that were doing it knew what they were doing. And I think they're a little bit misrepresented. So I don't think Johnny Rotten is because he's just got a big mouth. But I think the rest of them have become a little bit misrepresented (laughs) as just like they were just kids making a killer album, loving drinking, loving causing a bit of like anarchy. But I don't, do you know what I mean? I think Johnny Rotten and like that whole thing has caught them up in something. But if we take it for what it is, I think it's something I think it's a pretty special album and um I think it's it's fair to say that Malcolm McLaren is just anti music, their manager, and he just mm. is the worst of a lot of them really. And 
He's anti anything good, really. He never helped the Sex Pistols. He got them their record contract in the end, but he t- he took a lot of money from them that they never got. You know what I mean? I j- and really, I don't know what he gave gave them except for that. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, we've always talked about it. Johnny Rotten gets carried away with his own bravado. And he's clever, but he probably needs to shut up at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah, so, but I... I mean, I don't dislike punk as much as you, Adam. I, I do enjoy punk, but I do have a problem with, like, just lyrics. and. Hmm. I did. I remember liking the Clashes album, though. I thought that that had some more... And like I said, music. I agree with you. Musically, I think this is <clears throat> brilliant. I think I think maybe I'm just getting caught up in the in the Johnny Johnny Rotten tornado, um, and not not seeing the album for what it is. So I think that's probably my own uh, bias clouds in my own judgments. Because I do agree with you. I think, like you said, the guitar and the drums and the bass are really good, really special and really good. Um, and definitely worth... Well, we've talked about morals way more than I thought we were going to. You know what I mean? And and I yeah. I, I actually don't... That's not a problem, but I don't know at what point we stop talking about moralistic issues and just go, man, man <laughs> this sounds music. sick. You know, you know what I mean? Like, what what are we? And, like, I don't think we're people that can just say, oh, yeah, it's sick sounding, and we, don't, we just ignore all the other things. Because I think that's... That's not helpful to society, um. But at the same time, does it cloud? You know, does it cloud what a great sound an album is? Like, if you ask the question, "What is an album?" Mm. and what makes a great album, we very quickly start talking about moralistic issues when I think we should be talking about other stuff. Mm. I mean, what are we doing here, guys? Mm. <laughs> what? Are- <laughs> No, but you know, I just don't know. I don't have an answer, but I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> it's the end of that sentence. So, um, <laughs> you, you... I think if you've gone to the extremes lyrically that they have done, I think that has to be talked about. I think you can't gloss over that with, oh, it's great musically, because then what's the limit? What can you get away with saying just if you've got a sick track behind it? That's a very good point, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. Grace, you've done it. So you've sorted it for us. No, I, think, <laughs> I think that's a really good point, you know, because cause you do need to hold people up to these standards, don't you? And we, we talk about, like, mm. a great album sees many generations inspired by it. But if many generations are inspired by lyrics like this, you know, like I'm similar to Adam, not that I should have a say on abortion, but but I'm not anti-abortion, you know what I mean? Um, and and at the same time, like, it's pretty cruel to bring a kid into the world that isn't wanted. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and it's pretty cruel to bring it. You know, hell is hell is a place on earth for a lot of people. You know what I mean? And it's a pretty Ooh. and it's a pretty terrible place to be. Um, and so, and there are a lot of people that live like wishing that today was their last day because it's really it's really the grimmest life. Do you know what I mean? It's really tough. Mm. And so, why would you bring a kid into that? Blah, blah, blah. all this stuff so i guess we have to talk about it um but it's just interesting to talk about it isn't it and try and figure out it is try and figure out what an album is and what a good album is you know mm. my my favorite um steve jones quote do you want to hear it mm. please he said 
I didn't ever care or want to play those wanky Beatles chords. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's just interesting. Isn't it? Now, on that, I heard that they kicked out their original bassist because he wouldn't stop talking. Like the, the thing they talked about was, oh, he kept talking about the Beatles and he loved Paul McCartney, so we kicked him out. Yeah. I just think that's dead funny. Like like you were saying, like the hippie stuff didn't work. And what your parents listened to in the seventies was awful and dead uncool. So your dad was dead into the Beatles and was like and loved Magic Homer Street or well then he's that's boring. Why would you want to listen to Paul McCartney? So it's dead interesting now these these kids in the seventies are so against almost what's been before and what was. It's interesting because cool. they they like I watched this whole documentary on this album and they basically like you know when you're in school and you don't... This was for me, like, I didn't know the answer in school, so I'd give a piffy, funny answer. And, like, so I'd just play it off, like, oh, yeah, well... Blah, blah. That's, like, what they did with every answer. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, well, he talked about the Beatles all day, didn't he? So we kicked him out. It's, like, piffy and <laughs> stupid. And they just did that the whole hour. Do you know what I mean? That I watched this documentary. <laughs> and really, like, there's probably something behind that. Um... But at the same time, this guy came up with all the riffs or a lot of riffs, you know what I mean? He yeah. came up with a lot of the songs. And really, like, Malcolm McLaren was just... Put, he's just, like, you know, I don't know. He just is a bad person and was, like, playing them against each other. And really, they regret that he ever left because if he hadn't have left, they'd probably have made more albums. And let's be honest, Sid mm. Vicious is nobody's musical hero. Like, he's, he's mm. just, he can't play anything. He can't sing. You can't you can't do anything and really it's a life wasted through not being able to control like some of the things that came with rock and roll or two lives wasted for that matter. Um mm. <laughs> so I think Malcolm McLaren has a lot to to live up to. And just like lyrically, I you know the I am the I am an antichrist, or I am the antichrist, I am mm. an anarchist or whatever. Like I don't find that like I know now we do, but I'm like, yeah, we're all antichrists from day to day. We all do things that are antichrist, do you know what I mean? We all do things that are, like, pretty terrible. Like, it's not that shocking to to be a bad person sometimes and to try and be a good person the next, do you know? I'm just, like, they're just very, like, shallow. Like, it's got a good melody in the end, so it's pretty catchy. But, um, yeah, there's not much depth behind a lot of this stuff or a lot of thinking is there. But what yeah. do you expect from no. like kids who are just like, I don't know, that age? It's interesting. Isn't it? mm. There you go. Shall we take a break and then we'll compare it Let's to do. Medicine at Midnight by the Foo Fighters? Foo Fighters. Brilliant. So welcome back. Let's compare uh, the. Sex Pistols album with the Foo Fighters Medicine at Midnight. And Medicine at Midnight is the 10th studio album by American rock band the Foo Fighters. And it was originally scheduled for 2020 and the album was delayed until 2021 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, There were three singles... what? Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) Uh, There were three singles released, Shame, Shame, No Son of Mine and Waiting on a War. Um, and after releasing their ninth album, Concrete and Gold, they and that was in 2017, they went on tour and they went hard on it. Uh, and they basically took a break in then 2018. Uh, but Dave Grohl admits that he's not somebody that can take a break. 
he's not someone who sits still for very long and so that he ended up working on demos pretty soon uh towards <laughs> towards the end of that year only like two months later or something um or maybe like six months later and so um yeah so he started demoing and in the end like it started getting a bit weird when they were doing this collection of stuff so they they recorded the album in a large old house uh, from the 1940s uh, in los angeles and the sessions like they attribute to two things um was the with the vibe um being like pretty weird in the place that they were recording um so they would be doing it there but when they were doing it there it also sounded great and so this is a quote from dave grow right i knew the vibes were definitely off but it sounded effing amazing um <laughs> we would come back to the studio the next day and all the guitars would be detuned which i'm not sure is an issue you know tune your guitar every day kids uh pet hate number one from here from matt a bass player that says oh i tune my bass doesn't go out of tune i'm not having it tune your bass it's not true your bass does go out of tune tune it and of course all instruments go out of tune that's the element every guitar is out of tune but at least let's get them all in the same register shall we i hate that so much when a bass player says that you say that you're out the band. I'm not even. I'm not even messing around. Uh, anyway, back to the Dave Grohl quote. We would open up Pro Tools. Oh no, I've gone too far. The guitars would be too tuned. All the settings on the mixing board would have gone back to zero. We would open up a Pro Tools session, and tracks would be missing. There were some tracks that we put on there that we didn't even put on there but just like weird open mic noises. <sighs> Nobody playing an instrument or anything like that. Just an open mic record in a room. That's weird. Spooky. Spooky. spooky so I want to know, guys, mm. do you believe in ghosts? Ghosts that want a second shot of fame. <laughs> yeah. The ghosts from 1940s ghosts. I want to be on a record. <laughs> yes or no answers. Adam? Um... There are spiritual forces, yeah. Come on. Grace? Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> Grace, the jury's out there. I just I just rebuke them all with the name of Jesus. <laughs> That's the thing. Hallelujah. Come on. If I hear a, night, uh, a noise in the dark, I'm like, nope, Jesus, in Jesus Jesus' name. No. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so, you know, Grohl noted that the, they captured, like, unexplained video footage as well. Um, just, just weird stuff. I did. I never had Dave Grohl as one of these um, no. ghost hunters, but here we are. You know what I mean. <laughs> Rest in peace, Derek Akora from the <laughs> Beyond the Grave. will be looking. <laughs> hey, Dave Grohl. Hey, this oh, yeah. is another point, Adam. Did you ever listen to Pete Price when they did ghost stories? Every so often, oh, yeah. Man, Every so often, it would be Pete. There was one time some woman came on. She was in floods of tears. Pete, Pete, I've just seen a ghost. And he's like, right. Mm-hmm. Pete, I've just seen a ghost. I've just seen my mum. She come in. Right. What, what did she look like? She looked like a mum, Pete. That's what she just said, you idiot. <laughs> what are you doing, you muffin? But it's just the way he'd listen up. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he'd shout at the ghost, you don't know, Mark. <laughs> you don't know, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You don't know, Mark. Shut up. <laughs> That's what he says. Uh, no, Mark. <laughs> and I got to say, right, got to say, it's been a while since we said, Pete, 
my carpet smells no, like a kebab. It's not even funny. A kebab. It's not even funny. Literally so funny. Anyway, imagine Dave Grohl just saying, piece of me carpet smells like a kebab. Right. Let's get past this. So, I don't, I don't, I tell you what, I don't want to live in a world where Pete Price engages with Dave Grohl from the Free Fighters because that is a waste of Dave Grohl's time. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm I found out you can hire Pete Price for your parties, right? Oh, good Lord. If we in get, real life. Like, in real life. Guys, if we, get, if we get to 100 episodes, right, let's do it live. Have a live event. Let's get Pete Price. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I can't be bothered with him. <laughs> I can't be bothered. Okay, we'll take that. We'll take that to the chair. We'll see. I what. think actually, I think uh, that would be to get his view, point of view on some music. I think that'd be dead funny. Let's see what we could do. Dream big, guys. Dream big. Yeah. <laughs> you may aim for the stars. You might hit the moon. You know. So <laughs> not. Um, yeah, I tell you what, P. Price is not amongst the stars. I'll tell you that much. You might think he is upper atmosphere, maybe. That's You're a no mark, Pete. You're a no mark. Pathetic. <laughs> right, let's talk about this Foo Fighters album. Uh, what did we think of it? Adam. So, just to preference this, I love the Foo Fighters. I, I can't believe Concrete and Gold was only 2017. I remember that coming out. I thought it was much later. Um, love the Foo Fighters. I think they are possibly one of the best bands one of my favorite bands and um, dave Grohl is just such an excellent musician he seems like a really nice fella um he's a good songwriter add that to the um, list of fellas adam's got like a list of fellas dave Grohl, he, really nice fella he's a top fella he's honestly top. high on that list he's top banana i tell you he's just he's something special um this album was really good it's a different vibe wasn't it it's got that kind of sometimes disco um vibe medicine at midnight the title track is his main example of that um kind of disco beat at the beginning not what you'd expect but when you i've said when you've been going since the kind of early 90s 94 i think is when Foo fighters started off when you've been going since like 94 you need you need to try different things it can't just all be balls to the wall rock and roll some of it's you know taste change you know you grow you mature you know you're not just the the kid from seattle or wherever he's from so um yeah you know and, and i think they pull it off i don't think you know it's it's not the best song on the album medicine at midnight but um it, it's not terrible and they've earned the right to try some new sounds i think and and i think they pull it off to a reasonable degree but the songs that they really excel i'm thinking mainly waiting on a war um which is my favorite just like the end's amazing i think where they excel is that rock and roll kind of anthemic it's a it's in a it's in a big concert it's in a stadium i think they do really well there um and i'm gonna say big shout out to taylor hawkins the drummer um for sure one of the best modern rock drummers uh about and i think in years to come we will put him in that kind of hall of fame with ringo with uh you know buddy rich with you know all the other greats it's not hard um, anymore because everyone uses drum machines <laughs> but taylor hawkins doesn't you know what i mean it's, it. it's and he's he's authentic and i just think he's brilliant and when i mean i've watched a few interviews where people are like 
to Taylor Hawkins. So what's it like being a band, being in a band with Dave Grohl, who is also an incredible drummer? Like how does how does that feel? And Dave Grohl always then turns around and goes, "Well, Taylor's one of the best drummers that I've ever worked with." And so I just think it's just an incredible band. They do so well. Taylor Hawkins is amazing. Um, his energy, his grooves, the grooves on this album are great. And you know, it's a different genre of music for him to play, and I think he does it really well. Um, when it is the disco beats, Sam. All in all, love this album. Think it's great. I'll be listening to it more and more because I absolutely love the Foo Fighters, and right, think yeah. uh, they've done it again. They can, they could release whatever they wanted, and I'd still probably really enjoy it. <laughs> I'll be honest, they free pass. you be into it? Ah, oh, <laughs> if Dave yeah. Grohl, if Dave Grohl just did voice notes and it's just him and an out of tune guitar, I'd be like, oh, Dave Grohl sing anymore? Is like, his voice? It's there's a ghost. <laughs> I'm getting a word. I'm getting a word. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt is in the room. Kurt's in the room. Kurt, are you with us? Have you listened to that podcast? Is that where you got that from? No. The, um, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me look this up quickly. Adam, uh, you watch Below Deck, don't you? Oh, I love Below Deck. I just watched the episode where there's like a medium, there's mediums on board, and with Captain Lou, she's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, your mother's here. She's dead, isn't she?" And he's like, "No." And she's the like, only... "Oh no, it's not your mum. It's um, it's your wife. Your wife? No, no, no." <laughs> oh, I it's, love um, Captain Lee. So funny. Clinton Baptiste Paranormal Podcast. Who's you ever heard Baptiste? about it? So he, he's about... the guy that writes with Peter Kay, right? Oh. And so he, pre- he pretends to be like a paranormal expert. Yeah. And he's like, I'm getting a word. I'm getting a word. And that, so, that was spot on, that impression. Adam. So that character, this is a very UK thing, but if you're, if you're not in the UK and you don't know what this is, you got to search. It's from Peter Kay's Phoenix Nights. And um, and the, this character is like a medium. And he's like working the room. And he's like, and I'm getting a word. You've got a disease, haven't you? And he's like, He's obviously a fake, and then he stands in front of this one fella. You need to watch it on YouTube. It's great. Stands in front of one fella. He goes, "Now I'm getting a word." Paranormal fella, write that down. Paranormal fella, <laughs> I'm getting a word. Nonce, <laughs> 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 which is another word for pedophile. Oh, and this fella's like, "You're And obviously, it's like fake, and it's all the part of this like <laughs> sketch channel four comedy sketch show. But like, it's just so. It's I was so funny. to say that they're all the same. Yeah, Channel Four in it, it's fine. Like, it's, but it's just <laughs> no one's bars over there. No one gets. It's just so funny. Do you know what? When amazing. we moved to Manchester, mm. we joined this connect group, right? So, right, Christian talk. So, a small group <laughs> meets midweek, and it's like your little community group that you talk to, and we were quite new to it. And they said, come to our event. We're watching our Phoenix Nights, and we're watching it all day, and we're gonna get Korean in the evening. Great. I'd never seen Phoenix Nights, right? Hmm. It's pretty rude. <laughs> it is. It is. And you know what? It know, was not. Yeah. It was not suitable for a Christian Bible study group. <laughs> so good. It was. Had so they good. seen it before? Did they, they know what they were getting into? No one had ever seen it before. They just thought, "Oh, Peter <laughs> Kay, this will be great." <laughs> That's hilarious. And it's like scenes, like Adam class. just said, then we're, we're coming up, and people were like actually gasping in the room. <gasps> oh, it is funny though. Phoenix. I, I mean, I've not seen many episodes, but like the few clips that I've seen are just hilarious. <laughs> I was having a good time. Did they keep time. it on, Matt? And like, yeah, I, well, I remember going for curry in the evenings. So they must have. I think maybe we started playing games instead or something. You know what I mean? That's probably <laughs> so what one, happens. One year in our youth retreat, we watched a film that <laughs> a 
no one had checked. And it was like this woman gets kidnapped and like beaten and Jeez. honestly horrific. We should do we should do like Christian Christian horror stories, not like actual horror stories, but you know what I mean? Like the things that the things that happen <laughs> when you're right. like, right, so I was here, right, so I can't believe this happens. You know what I mean? It'd be amazing. Probably if but, Film um, just finished and the youth pastor just went, go to bed. <laughs> and everyone just went to bed. <laughs> go to bed make sure you lock the door. Don't let anyone in. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, great. I, I'm not sure where we're up to, but Grace, do you want yeah. to tell us what you think yes. of this album? <laughs> um, pretty much the same vibe. Adam, we're on the same wavelength tonight, pal. Love it. Um, yeah, first three seconds and I was sold. I was like, I'm all in. Absolutely on this train. Vibing. Um, yeah, just such a nice, a little a little breath of fresh air after after the Sex Pistols album. Um But I agree with Adam. It's much more of like a, you know, we're mature now. It's not their like traditional stuff that they're you know, the best stuff that they're well known for. But they're not that age anymore. They've grown up. They've matured. Like the Arctic Monkeys, their sounds changed over time because, of course, they've aged. They've changed. Life moves on. Um, but it's still, it's. I mean, it's it's still great music. It's different, but it's great. Um, and some highlights: Holding Poison, great fills, great breaks, just solid grooving all the way through. Um. No son of mine. Chasing birds. Chasing birds compared to those two is like such a change of scenery. I don't know how to put it. Um, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. We're on a roller coaster. And we're now we're now on the straight. There's no exciting ups and downs. It's okay though. The adrenaline's still pumping and I'm enjoying it. Um I will say that the last one, Love Dies Young, it feels a little bit sort of like like mainstreamy, a little bit too poppy for my liking. It feels a little bit out of place on this album. Haven't you gone punk? I tell you what, you're calling oh, yeah. out the mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it does. Like, if you were to like, if you were to only listen to this track, you'd never be like, oh yeah, Foo Fighters, would you? Like, that's just, it's not. It's just, I don't know. It feels pretty out of place. Um, but the rest of it absolutely solid, and I'm here for the whole thing. I'm, I'm absolutely vibing with them along. Amazing. So good. You know what I thought about this album? This is a great album. And you could hear that this is a band who are on their 10th album mm. and a band that are on their first album, like the two that we've compared today. And you can, like the Foo Fighters, they're like seasoned professionals. I know they've been professionals yeah. the whole time, but they like are seasoned rock stars at this point. They're pulling <laughs> out all the tricks. They've got melodic hooks everywhere, funky beats, great orchestration, great sounding guitars. Everything sounds great. Songwriting's brilliant. Shame Shame is great. Everything is under five minutes. Nothing sounds the same. <laughs> it's great. Like they literally yeah. smash it out of the park. Waiting, something that I did notice is that Dave Grohl's holding back a little bit sometimes. This mm. feels like a new thing for me. And then, um, so you got like waiting for a war, and they're biding their time. They're like, We know how to do this now. You know what I mean? We've done the stadiums, we know how to do this. Mm. And then suddenly the tempo change comes and they're rocking That's the out. One. That's the one. And it's That's so clever. 
<laughs> it's an awesome album. It's an Seriously. awesome trick. It's completely meant. There's no like, they haven't like they're not bumbling kids in this. They're just like we are rock stars. They're not done. They're not done. They're not done. Sometimes I come across like I hate rock. Maybe it's because I say I hate rock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> hard you, you rock. said it pretty explicitly last <laughs> last week with ACDC. And I say hard rock is pretty whack. <laughs> yeah, you said it today. Yeah, but I gotta say, these two albums are right up my street. To know what it is about them, to know what they have in common. But, um, I tell you now, yeah, I enjoyed the music this week. Really enjoyed it. And I'm not always, I don't know. I mean, the Foo Fighters are going to be one of the best bands of all time, right? I think I'm taking them for for granted these days. You know what I mean? Need to. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think they get a lot of credit these days. I suppose they haven't released a lot recently. No. People forget about them. But we've listened to a lot of crap music this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is good. A lot of garbage. Yeah. It's only February. It's <laughs> That's it. Uh, okay. Would you rather, Adam, mm. the Foo Fighters or the Sex Pistols? I mean, I would rather the Foo Fighters. I think that kind of goes without saying. I just think they're, they're, just, they're just brilliant. Bro. Yeah. Grace? Foo Fighters. Yeah. Do you know what? I was going to say the Sex Pistols, and I think you've convinced me that it's the Foo Fighters instead. Mm, absolutely. I, so, it's hard, isn't it? It's the lyrical content, Grace. That I think you're always going to win on this argument. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Okay, let's rate the Sex Pistols album. Asm. Mm. Um, I'm going to go with a 4.2. Oh, wow. Because I do think musically what? it's outstanding. It is just the the singing that really lets it down. But musically, I think it's incredible, like you were saying, Matt. So, I'm, yeah, I'm going to rate it high because I can't really let my... I can't let the singing really put it down too much. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Mm. Grace, do you hold the same opinion? No, I'm going to 2.5. 2.5. Down the middle. Yeah, they let themselves down. If someone else was singing over the top, belter. I do th- I do wonder, like, I think even if the lyrics were the same, if it was just a different singer, someone I mean, a bit no. better, it might even do better for me. I might even enjoy it a bit more. But yeah. If a lot of the lyrics were different. Yeah, that's <laughs> it as well. Imagine Dave Grohl, frontman. There could be the less, like, homophobia yeah, and racism. And... That's but, it, yeah, Grace. I mean, you have got a point, that. haven't you? There is that. Yeah. Like, the F-bomb, I'm not, like... like oh, I don't mind that. The, the homophobic f bomb. I mind that. Yeah. <laughs> the other yeah. f bomb's fine, but that that one yeah, I, I'm not. The homophobic. Because some words are just words, aren't they? And we get offended by words for no reason. Sure. But some words. <laughs> sure. Are... Adam, you have sat on the fence a, on that way. <laughs> no, but okay. So if it's a derogatory term for somebody, yeah. But some words, like you say, some words are just words that we get offended by when we shouldn't. You know, but there are some words that have a history and a weight to them, which by absolutely means should not be said by anyone. Yeah. However, yeah. Um, <laughs> there are some words that you say that are just they're mm. just words. Don't know why we started talking about that, because we're not yeah, gonna sorry. do it justice. So the etymology <laughs> words. <laughs> the etymology of etymology. Ooh. Um I'm gonna give it a four point five. Mm. I, I came close to giving this a five, I'll be honest. 
Wow. That's such a mad thing to do. Is it, yeah? <laughs> such a mad thing to do. <laughs> ah, as if. You've rated quite a few albums of five, though. Like, it's yeah. been... Yeah, not on this list. <laughs> but on the last list, yeah, it was... It's uh... like the last one where every album made a Hall of Fame. Yeah, remember when we used to um, <laughs> count how many times we'd say the Beatles? Well, this, this episode, well, we've matured, uh, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I've squashed it out of you. Yeah. Oh, oh, it was you, was it? <laughs> Everything good, Grace claims. I'd like to, uh, you know. Guys, do you know what time it is? Go on. What time? It is time to do some quizzing. Woo! Hey, mate, give us a word. Give us a word. <laughs> give us a word. Hey, mate, give us a word. Matt, give us a word. Grace, give us a word. Give us a word. Give us a word. Mate, give us a word. Hey, mate, give us a word. Oi, mate, give us a word. Hey, are you going to give me a word or not? Give us a word. Oh, I just want a word so bad. It, it never fails to make me laugh. And you know what? This week, when we put out the Instagram little taster, I'm just putting the jingle out and I was dancing to it. That's all that's going out. <laughs> Go for it. That's it. It surprises me every time that I hear our names in it, Matt. Because I like forget that it's not a real song. And then our names uh, are just said. Um, excuse and I'm like, me. Whoa. Not a that's real so song. That's so nice. That, that's honestly like a really nice thing for you to say. Like you think it's like a proper professional song. I'm just like vibing along and then I'm like, whoa. That's so nice. Look at the stars, Adam. Look at how they shine for you. Come on. Oh, I like Raise that. your head, Eisen. Um, you know what's funny? Right. We could all call this one. I'm thinking of a word. Thinking of a word. <laughs> nonce. That word is nonce. How many songs can you have? Uh, right. So Remember I've got when we wouldn't have to put explicit on the front of a podcast? Remember that? <laughs> Not wrong with the word nonce. It's fine. Uh, right. As of, oh my gosh! Someone called you that as a joke once, and you hit the no, roof. Wasn't someone? It was you. You called me that once. <laughs> and yes, I did. I did because it's not a nice thing to call someone unless I'm calling it someone, and that's fine. Someone. Unless you're. Don't call it. me it. <laughs> I don't that's, like it. That's, that's so funny. Someone. I heard someone once. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, someone once. It was you. Of course I know him. It, it was me. I've just checked our pod. We actually put the E in front of <laughs> Yeah, I know. I have to click oh, it. Actually. Yeah, that's, that's the way it works. Know. You know what I mean? Wonder, wonder whether that affects... You could just wind your little neck. Oh, it's us, is it? Stop calling oh, us. Really sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm, feeling, I'm sorry, everyone. Sorry, Mum. This will come back to bite us. I haven't said any yeah. of these words. I haven't said... I mean, you were the one who started... Tit, yeah, you said... You called Iggy Pop a tit 27 times. A tit is a female and male anatomy body part. Is it, yeah? Is it There's others that if we said on this, it wouldn't be appropriate. <laughs> Adam. Right, anyway. we got to think <laughs> of a word. So. Uh, okay. We're going to go a bit difficult first. Uh, there are, there are songs with this word in. <laughs> put your pen and paper down, Grace. Oh, is that going to be um, a ridiculous one? <sighs> okay, so the first one, bit difficult. We're going to go with the word twist. Okay, ready. Heads. Really hard. 
I haven't got a coin. I was just going to go Matt first. Oh, oh. <laughs> Couldn't be bothered getting the coin. So, Matt, you're going first. <laughs> Twist is the word. Matt, give us a word. Twist and shout. Love it. No, see, that's the only one I had. Oh, um, do the do the twist. Sure. Twister. Who by? That you know that famous song Twister. Nah. If, hold on, I'll let you off if you sing it. I don't like to sing <laughs> all the podcasts. Nah. Ah, uh, no, absolutely not. I don't know. I don't have one. Hey. One nil to Grace. <laughs> I've forgotten, by the way, what's the overall score? It's two nil it's to Grace. It's about five nil. Two, two nil to Grace. All right, Did you even have a song called Twister there? Me? Yeah. Uh, See, this is a farce, man. You don't <laughs> There's know. There's no song. You've made it up. You've made it up. You're just hoping that there no, is I've one. I've just Googled it. Neji. Yeah, but you no, because you didn't know that was a song. No, I didn't. But I don't believe Adam had Neji on his list. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some of the ones you could have had were Wilbury Twist, uh, Simple Twist of Fate, oh. Playground Twist, Twist of Cain, The Twist, The Lose Your Inhibitions Twist, Lovers Like a Twist, Dear Lady Twist, Peppermint Twist, etc., etc. So you could have had anything. Um, well, well, well done, Grace. Classics. Thank so. you. <laughs> this game really does have a short shelf life. <laughs> um, actually, hold on. Imagine we just do five rounds of it because you win five now. Imagine. That would be stunning. Wipe the floor with you. Okay. The word is up. Grace, you're going to go first. Songs with the word up in the title. Beaming me up. Who by? Pink. Okay. Matt? Upside down. Nice. Nice. Uptown funk. Nice. Does Cardi B have a song called Up? No, she can't. I don't, I don't Stop. know. Stop. <laughs> well, I think she does. Well, no. Okay, we're going to put the, the game on pause for a second whilst we, uh, whilst we look at that. I gave the li- Up and said the artist. So I mean... Cardi B does have a song called Up. Grace, we're on to you. Shut up and drive. Nice. 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 Um, wake me up. Nice. <sighs> up and away. Who by? Boris. No. Boris, do you say? <laughs> Don't know. I haven't got anything. Hey. I'm out. <laughs> nah. I'm gonna wipe the floor with you. Oh, bravado, oh. bravado. It's getting good. Hey, hey, best of three. Some uh, some examples. You've got tangled up in blue. Oh. Uh, pump up the volume. So. Give it up. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Nah, 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 There's nah, so nah, many. Nah. Uh, pump up the jam. Running up that hill. Pump up the jam. Wager. Up hill. Uh. Hung up by Madonna. All those ones. Sam. A lot of good Sam. Oh. Good. There's a good few there. So, if only you could have said one of them, Grace. That wow. Would have been so great. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Twister. <laughs> when you said upside, upside, uptown funk, upside funk. That's yeah. what I think. Well, I was like, I, crap. I, I wondered oh, whether I should girl. have let you get away with it because, up like, t- you said upside down first, man. I was like, but I thought, you know what? No, because. Up is very difficult, so I, I thought I'd give you that. So, oh, I was about to go through the up soundtrack. 
you know. Intro from up. This one. This one's a big one. This is an easy one. Ah. So you, you've got a lot to work with. Ah, here. no. Yeah, but you say this, but then your mind goes blank. Songs. I know. That's why it's good. That's why it's a good quiz. <laughs> so songs <laughs> with the word or letter U. Now I will accept the letter U when it's being used for the word U. I will not accept you just using one because it's got the letter U in it. You know what I mean? So, so, so the word is U, Y-O-U. However, if you have a song where the letter U is representing the word U, I will accept that. Okay? So, okay. Matt, you're going first. The word is U. Give us a word. Um, shape of you. Nice. It's all about you. Nice. Someone you loved. Nice. If if you see Kate. Who by? By McFly. Okay. Don't come at me. It's real. No, no I'm not. Uh, say you won't let go. Nice. A lot of modern songs. Um, That's Russia. I love you. Bye. I love you. You don't know why Bye. you're chatting. <laughs> I'm going to need something more substantial than that. There's I love you. So many songs called I Love You. You. I love you. I love you, baby. I love you, baby. Oh, we could have. You... I love you, baby. Oh, that I is mean... a classic. I, I love, love you, baby. baby. <laughs> Come on, I... hey, you're on a quiz. <laughs> That's all right. Let's carry on. I've got another Come one. On. Come on. Oh, I bet you look good on dad's floor. Come on. Oh. You make me feel like a natural woman. Nice, nice. Come on. P.S. I love you. Hello. You and I. Three. You, you and I. Okay. All I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, we're getting um, seasonal. Marry you. Oh, man. <sighs> Guys, I'm sweating so much. This is. Uh, Letter to You by Bruce. Nice. P.S. I, P.S. I love you. <sighs> well, that's been said. Ah! What? Matt said it. Matt said, P.S. I love you. He did. So with that, Matt takes this one. Oh, I'm so buzzing. Does that mean it's 2 1 now overall? No, it's 2 1. 2 1. 2 1. My bad. My bad. 2 1. Thank you, next. So there was a lot of classic ones. There's so many. You know what I mean? When there's that many, though. All you need is love. We will uh, rock you. Uh, Wish you were here. Got my mind set on you. Uh, with or without you. You shook me all night long. Oh Run man. to you. You really got me. I need you. You give love a bad name without you. Got to get you into my life. There is so, so many. Grace, how um, did you not get any? I just, your mind goes blank. It I is hard. Goes, when there's too much choice. The, you both did very I, well there. I've got to say, I was, impre- I was impressed by that. To be honest. You did good. You did good. I, I, you did good, Grace. You did good. <laughs> but as it stands, it's uh, Matt clawing one back. It's two one to Grace. Um, but Matt's clawing one back there. So that you got to make it interesting, you know. That's that it. Right I, there. I let you go two nil ahead just to make it interesting. <laughs> it's, awesome. you know, it's Istanbul all over again. You know I mean, I'm not even a Liverpool fan, but there we go. Chris Istanbul right here. <laughs> Chris Istanbul, love it. So that right there, ladies and gentlemen, let's give us a word. Quiz Tambol. That's what it would be, wouldn't Ooh, it? Oh, hello. Quiz Tambor. I'm a bit late on that one, but that's what it would be. Hey, mate, give us a word. 
Give us a word. Give us a word. Hey, mate, give us a word. Matt, give us a word. Grace, give us a word. Hey, give us a word. Give us a word. Mate, give us a word. Hey, mate, give us a word. Oi, mate, give us a word. Hey, are you going to give me a word or not? Give us a word. Oh, I just want a word so bad. <laughs> oh my goodness. We're back to the Foo Fighters oh. album. <laughs> Amazing. So good. Well, do you want to know what next week's albums are? Yes, please. Absolutely. Guys, we're, we're going big. Excited. Uh, Frank Ocean, Blonde. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I picked it up too much. Wait, wait, yeah, way too much. <laughs> um, and conflict of interest by Getz. That's where we're oh, going, okay. guys. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting okay. week. The mm. rock is gone. We've had two weeks of rock, then we're back in to the pop and hip hop, right where we belong, right, right in our <laughs> wheelhouse. <laughs> A lot of experience talking about it. Yeah, when I was growing up in the ghetto with Gets, you know. Wow. <laughs> uh, you know, my favourite Scrubs joke is um, about growing up in the Sesame Street or something like that. I, didn't I grew grow up, up on the street. Oh, not the ghetto. Sesame Street. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then uh, I like that joke where someone says, I grew up on the ghetto. That's, that's another good one as well. <laughs> That's the that's it. Scrubs. I'm gonna rewatch that. What a great series. It's great, isn't it? What it's a show the feels. <sighs> honestly. Amazing. It's when they like slow it down in like the last season. Oh. Boom. Guys, you know if things you know, hopefully things are gonna get better, right? Getting better every <laughs> day. That's since last week. Last month. But, <laughs> last year. But if it, but if it gets worse, right? Want to do a scrub a scrubs watch along? Absolutely, come That'd on, be great. that would be good, wouldn't yeah. it? I, think, I mean, I we think could it's pro- all going to be on Disney Plus. Uh, I think it's on uh, Channel Four, all of it. Uh, yeah, I think it might, but I, I think without the adverts, it might be on oh, Disney Plus. Disney Plus now because oh, nice. Disney Plus is just a quiet star, so I think it's all on there. Just nice. And guys, I I just said that as if like. We won't be able to watch things together after the pandemic's over. <laughs> but, you know, we could just meet up and watch it too. <laughs> well, I mean, we did but, it with um, Game of Thrones and that was that was exciting. Uh, you love that, Grace. Uh, honestly, I'm still scarred. Well, we did go like every Monday and it was great, wasn't it? It was nice. It was it was, it was great for the friendship. That was really fun. It oh, was. Guys. Mm. Good times. It's got really sad then for us. <laughs> Da, 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 Mainly da, because da, Game of Thrones da, da, was absolute da. shite at the end. I tell you. <laughs> you want to talk it about disappointments? Bad. Oh, oh my man. goodness, that last season. Isn't it funny how <laughs> Game of Thrones? Sorry, to, I know we got to end in a moment, yeah. but just to just to just to bring it back to cultural. Just to talk about relevant. something else again. <laughs> sure. Just to, just to go off for about an hour. No, very quickly. Isn't it interesting how Game of Thrones was all anyone could talk about, including myself, for like three years, and now no one talks about it ever. That was how bad the last season was. No one even talks about like, it anymore. And do you know what? No what like everyone's forgot it exists almost. Mm-hmm. Crazy yeah. And people were obsessed. People were named obsessed. their daughter Khaleesi. Didn't age well. No. <laughs> people named their daughter Cersei. That's cra- yes. that's crazy. 
<laughs> and then she had to walk down the street naked. You know what I mean? Shame. <laughs> so stupid. That was so. That was. Oh, I tell you what, it was good at that. But that, that was when it was good though. Yeah. That season. Well, I I used to watch Game of Thrones really often, like all the way through. I used to love watching it. But I I've said to Beck, I'm still not at the point where I, I can watch it because that really hurt that last season. So. <laughs> I, um, sorry, I don't did think they really you know, let you so down? It did. I've never for felt Christmas. I don't know. Yeah, go on. I don't. I don't know. Like not often. I'm going to say something really stupid, but not often does my hope go. You know what I mean? Or I feel disappointed. <laughs> I'm quite optimistic as a person these days. But, but the last. <laughs> but I tell you, when we watched that together, I was like, I don't even know if I can say something positive when this finishes. <laughs> so a, a story for you, Matt. Christmas, I bought yeah. you the game Risk, didn't I? And there's oh, different yeah, versions yeah. of Risk. You can get like a Star Wars one, but you can also get a Game of Thrones one. And I text Becky and I was like, oh, I'm thinking about getting Matt a game. I might get him a Game of Thrones Risk. Do you think he'd like that? I think he'd be really into it. And Becky actually texted me saying, no, he's not over the last season yet. Yeah, I'm I not. wouldn't get him that version. So that's why oh. you got the original. I mean, that probably would have forced me into watching it again. That might have been the thing that got me there. But I'm not Didn't over it. I'm not over it. Yeah. So, <laughs> there was a lot of horrific things I watched. I tell you, right, this is the last story I'll tell. <laughs> but um, cause, but Grace, you haven't you've only seen the last season, right? Yeah. So in the first episode, right, this young girl gets taken and she has to force marry this guy, right? <laughs> Terrible. And then she has to sleep with him under the stars. Terrible. Right. A little girl. No, not a little girl. She's like six. Steen. but yeah you know okay. it's like that kind of world you know um not that it's okay and there's people just shouting in the background nonce nonce that's basically no not really not <laughs> that, that is true um anyway so i like someone said matt you gotta start watching this show you'll really love it so i put it on and then i forget that becky is having her hair cut right but she's having it done by a woman who's coming around the house she's got a home hairdresser oh, no. right they come in as this man is undressing this girl, right? And I'm just there sitting on the couch like, man, this is, this is pretty heavy stuff, this. And then I'm like, because I remember then in the moment, I'm like panic switching it off. And then I just look really guilty and really awkward. And, and it was just the worst thing. So anyway, it was awkward. I said, no, I can't explain. Watch this with me. <laughs> did, didn't help did it really still needed to get to like season three before beck was like oh i quite i like that john snow <laughs> but anyway cool well shall we start to end the podcast mm, <laughs> wonderful well thank you so much for listening why don't you subscribe to the podcast you can follow us on instagram at elvanilo i'm at matt courtney music adam your handle is uh, at Adam Courtney 95 go and check out Adam's cake because it looks great <laughs> Grace your handle is at Grace underscore Salmons brilliant there's no cakes there but there are dogs exactly so what more could you want swings and roundabouts you know that's that's it there's swings <laughs> there's roundabouts there's dogs and there's cakes what more could you ask for uh, go grab a t-shirt or a hoodie on Teespring they they look great. Grace, you're wearing one right now. We're repping the brand right now. Tell us how great you feel. I feel like I'm being hugged by a cloud. Nice. Amazing. Honestly. Uh, and it must be the hippest cloud that's ever been. 
Honestly, so many compliments today. Hey, Grace, you look great. Thanks. I mean, somebody that. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, please leave us a positive review if you're still here. God bless you. You know, well done. It'd be great if you could We're leave sorry. us a review. Mm. Yeah. Go and watch Peter Kay's <laughs> Phoenix Knight. <laughs> Phoenix Knight and Back Catalog. Back. Back Catalog. That's hard for me to say. Back Catalog. That's another thing. Um, and yeah, just go and tell your friends about the podcast. It really helps us out. Uh, we have just loved being with you and just chatting about these great albums. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Why don't you listen to the albums? We'd love to hear what you think. Elvanilo podcast at gmail.com. Get involved in our little listening club as we all listen together. Uh, we're having a great time. We hope you have a great week uh, and we will speak to you again next week. Bye. Drop.